the words of Jesus. Come to me. Come unto me. All you who are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. King James, learn of me. I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. I want to talk about the great invitation. The great invitation. My brothers and sisters, there's still something about receiving an invitation to a particular event that makes us feel good. It makes us feel honored. It causes us to stir with excitement to prepare for the event that has been set aside for which our host, our hostess, has graciously invited us to attend. We make plans, we block off that date. We go and find outfits to put on that are appropriate for the occasion. We make hair appointments. We go by the barber shop. We make sure that everything is clean and neatly tucked. We, we make sure that our day is planned in a way that we can pause from the day-to-day -day interactions in enough time in order to prepare and be on time for the event. We feel honored. In fact, we oftentimes will ask people, did you receive an invitation? Or perhaps we feel lovely and what's someone on that side? Have you received your invitation? And then we look and say, no, oh, I haven't received one yet. And in some way, it makes us feel some type of way. Because our neighbor and our friend has been invited to the event. Some way, somehow, our name was left off of the guest list. We love to be invited. Even if you can't go, you still want an invitation. Even if you're not going to give a gift, you still want an invitation. It amazes me when high school graduations come around and people are asking for invitations to graduations that have capacity and city limits that you won't be able to attend, but you still want that invitation because there's something about being invited that makes you feel included, makes you feel important. Particularly if the invitation comes from the right person. If the invitation comes from a person who is 
a society, a person who is recognized by our peers, it, it makes us feel honored to be invited. But on the other side of this, my brothers and sisters, is there's something, there's nothing more disheartening than to be the host who sat down and planned the event and then went through your social network and tried to determine who should be invited. And then once you have uh, spent money for food and spent money for a particular location to host the event and after you have spent money even on the invitation and then went through all the pops, all the loops to try to get all of the addresses and you spend your money on stamps and you mail out these invitations and then people don't even accept the invitation. They should feel some kind of way to extend an invitation and then that invitation be rejected. And in this text this morning, Jesus is giving an invitation. He is presenting an invitation to all of us. He, he does not have a VIP list. He does not have a, a who's who list. He does not have a, a upper echelon list. He does not have a big eye, little U list. He does not have a primary list and a secondary list. No, he extends an invitation to all, regardless of who you are, regardless of what you know, regardless of who you know, regardless of your social and economic status, regardless of your spiritual status. The Lord sends out an invitation to all of us. Sad thing is, many of us reject the invitation. He said, Come to me. All who are laboring and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden alike is like Jesus invites all of us. To come to him, he stands with his arms outstretched and he says, Whosoever will, let them come. Come unto me. Sad thing is, even after all that we've been through, even after coronavirus, even after eight months, nine months of a pandemic, even after seeing people suffering, suffering ourselves economically, and suffering ourselves emotionally, and having anxiety, and all types of psychological issues as a result of dealing with this burden, many people still today will not or refuse to accept the invitation that the Lord has graciously Oh, to financial institutions. 
for you to accept the invitation? What do you have to go through for you to finally accept the invitation? He says, come. He says, come who shall will. And he says this, there is benefits in it for you if you come. There are blessings attached to accepting this invitation. And very quickly in this morning, I want to unpack the two blessings that we gain from accepting this great invitation that the Savior extends to us. What do we gain from accepting this invitation? The first thing is we can experience relief. We can experience relief. The Lord says, come. And then he characterizes the conditions of those who are to come. He says, come if you fit in one of these two categories. If you Oh! 
and left alone, come to me. He says, here's what I'm going to do. If you come, I will give you rest. In this context, in this verse, he's talking about, I will give you relief. I will recharge you. I will re-energize you. I will reinvigorate you. I will bring life until your lifeless life. I will give you joy that the world can give and the world can't take away. I will give you peace in the midst of your storm. I will be a bird. Some relief. 
again. My brothers and sisters, some of us need to come to the Lord because you all are tired and the Lord is the only source that can restore you and give life to your family. But you must come and lay down and allow the Lord to recharge you. Somebody here knows what I'm talking about. You know that every time in your life where you felt broken, you felt overworked, you felt like you couldn't make it, you felt like you were going to fall apart, but you went to the Lord and the Lord recharged you. The Lord gave you strength. The Lord gave you renewed energy. He gave you rest. And in that rest, it was relief. Oh, all of us ought to shout about that. I should not preach that hard on that point. All of us have talked to the Lord when we didn't know where else to go. All of us have said, Father, I stretch my hands to you. No other help I know that thou would draw thyself from me. Oh, brother, shall I go? All of us have hastened to God when we were in trouble and we didn't feel like we were going to make it because all of our other options had let us down. And all of our other hookups had failed us. And finally, right there, we felt like we weren't going to make it. We came to church because we needed some relief, y'all don't hear me. We came to the Lord. Yes. 
all still here this morning. Good shout this week. Oh, no. 
struggling, trying to carry his heavy luggage. And he couldn't move very fast. And he was running late about this check-in. And he was running or walking, panting with this heavy luggage. And finally, somebody tapped him on the shoulder and said, Sir, you know you don't have to carry it like that. There are wheels on the bottom of your luggage. If you put it on the ground and let it go, you will move a lot faster. And that's what the Lord is saying. Life does have weights. And life does have words. And you got two choices. You can try to carry those words on your own. Or you will recognize that Jesus will be a wheel for you. And you can turn Doctor Soul. 
Some of us have taught our babies. Get you a good man. Man got some money. Get you a man, baby. Because y'all want to be real this morning. But some won't even told them. You ain't even got to have relationship with them. As long as you got access to what's in their account. Peace in the midst of 
such a burden deep down within and he holds me with his mighty power and he keeps me from all sin he changes me from day to day as I walk along this narrow way since I met Jesus he changed this old soul of mine makes me want to run on shout hallelujah all the way to the end his yoke is easy his burdens are light and if I walk where he leads me then I Yes. 